Tales of History and Imagination, July 19th. She is snooping around the police station still. Any murders today? She yells in for perhaps the third time that evening. Nothing yet, darling, the duty officer yells out, chortling. But we'll tell you when we know of something. He snickers some more. It is another dark night, and there must be murders about, she thinks to herself. She sits down in a corner on the street and thinks and thinks and wonders why she is so obsessed with murder and killing. It is not nice to kill. It isn't nice to murder. But, for better or worse, it is one of the things that sets us apart from the other creatures of the animal kingdom. That, and a certain nobility that comes with magnanimity and philanthropy. A shadow crosses her face. She thinks it is just another strange cop, so she closes her eyes. The next morning, her strangled corpse is found on the riverbank. The police, who worked the night she was last seen, are in tears. Slowly, they are investigated, and one of them is charged with the actual crime. A court processes the evidence with tremendous speed and the man is found guilty of the crime and sentenced to hang, which he does seven days from the day of judgment. For the next week, there is nothing else that the people of the town can talk about. Strange feelings are amidst. People begin drifting back into town to register their names for the draft. The president is on television every evening discussing the war question. There is mandatory training. The big factories are all producing the machines of war and neglecting the industries of pleasure and good feeling. Murder is in the air again. Men are sent out, and more and more men give their lives defending some murky freedom, although it is not clear what their freedom truly is and how it is threatened, or even if they indeed threaten other people's freedom. War, in this case, is evil, although it is not clearly evil. Outside the same police box, the officers notice some movement. One of them shines a flashlight and discovers a girl who asks in a funny voice. Officers, any murders yet today? It's the same girl. She's exactly the same. Clothes and hair, attitude and voice everything. 
the officers cannot answer. They can only look at her. Is she real? Is she a ghost? What's going on? One of them approaches her and asks her name. She doesn't tell them, says that My mom doesn't want me to talk to strangers. They tell her that we're cops. We don't do bad things, so you shouldn't be afraid. She says, Oh, yeah? Well, what about that little girl a couple of years ago? That was one of you, wasn't it? Forget it. She says, and walks off. The next morning, her strangled corpse is found next to the river. The cops who worked the night of the other murder are all getting nervous. They decide to plan their own investigation because nobody wants to hang because some stupid girl got herself killed and they just happened to be the last person to see her alive. They decide to dig up the grave of the first girl. They can't get near the grave for some time, but one night when the people have been ordered to stay indoors because of wolves on the prowl, they see their chance and they dig up the grave. Inside it, there are two girls looking exactly alike. Neither one of them decomposed in any way. Saints, angels, says one cop. Devils, demons, says another. In the weeks that pass, the officers volunteer for war services as a way to avoid the trial. They are separated from each other, but they keep in touch by mail. This is, of course, all that they can do. Each of them reports the same thing, that they have been visited by a young girl asking if there have been any murders. Each of them has the same answer for her, that yes, there have been many murders. There are murders every day on the front, but nobody will go to jail for any of them, because it is war. That is the last that any of them ever see of that particular little girl. When the war is over, they all go back to their town and resume lives there. One by one they get married. All of them have daughters. All of them happen to choose the same name for their daughter, Sophia. As the years go by, the daughters grow up. But, at six years of age, they all ask their fathers if there have been any murders lately. Each father stands tongue-tied for an answer, and each girl slips away. They are never seen again, almost as if they never even existed.
soon it is time for another war, and the men, their spirits crushed, all volunteer again. They cannot fight on the fronts since they are too old, but they can be put to use training the men. They put their men through the most rigorous training that they can come up with. More than a few men are close to death, but they all pull through, and at their respective graduation ceremonies, the trainers then send their men out. But before they go to the front, one man in each company asks the same question. Have there been any murders lately? The trainers stare at the recruit who asked the question, and their minds all converge, since they were always the same person. Thank you.